fans and welcome to the 20th episode of Pop Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up and talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know very little about football, so I am joined, like always, with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? That was expertly done. Fantastic job. It's almost like I've done this 20 times. I know, right? I mean, with practice, practice makes perfect. Yep. Uh, And the principal? Hello, hello. I've only got one thing to say to start this podcast off. Keep calm and trust Ricky. (laughs) Bloody Ricky, eh? (laughs) That one's for Phantom. That's it. Phantom is is once again missing. He did sort of indicate, though, that he will likely be back on deck next week. I do have his round wrap-up, though, so that should be a bit of fun later on. All right, we'll get to that soon. Uh, If the audio quality is different, I'm recording from a slightly different position in my house, so... Hopefully it's all uh, clear and sounds fine. And hopefully my little guest behind me stays quiet. <laughs> um, but should be fine. All right. Uh, I didn't get up to much games uh, watching over the weekend because I was busy with kids and adventures and stuff. Uh, what about you, Principal? You were in lockdown. Uh, yeah, lockdown. So I watched I watched the first few games and then Sunday I sort of sort of missed. I mean, let's, let's be, to be honest, you know, after the first game... I didn't care. Raiders won. They <laughs> oh, beat Jesus. the Eels. You're... We've all odds against them. I just didn't care about the rest. But you know, I did watch a few games. You're going to be insufferable tonight, aren't you? Sorry, I must congratulate you on your perfect round this round. It's only taken nineteen rounds, but we got That's one. That's it. We finally got one. Oh, I wish I put a bet on it. Well done, Fanny. You should, Fanny, you'd bet on it. Um, yeah, you know, I watched a few games. Um, I was similar. Watched a lot, sort of towards the first half of the weekend, and then. Didn't really catch much of the Sunday action, but uh, yeah, good. Uh, it was an interesting round overall anyway. Let's delve into it. Yeah, all right. So let's uh, talk. Uh, Principal, I know you're uh, biting at the chump to uh, talk about uh, Eels versus Raiders. Yeah, so I've got a dedicated 10 minutes to this game, so I th- I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll <laughs> provide an in-depth analysis. Uh, but in all seriousness, I'll keep it quick. Um, the Raiders against all odds defeated the evil eels and you know what they (laughs) they you know what this is a glimpse in all seriousness this is a glimpse of what raiders built their their few the last few seasons on defense and actually being a really tough team so it was actually it was great to see and my favorite bit about the game there was hardly any six against. That was nearly non-existent in this game. It actually, it was like the game that was played a couple of years ago before all the, the crappy six against came in. And um, yeah, it was great. I just, I think the Raiders halves, they were two pretty much unknown halves and they, they played really well and, and outdid. I mean, Eels were down Mitchell Moses, obviously, but they, they outplayed Dylan Brown, the halves for Raiders. And it was just the fours, they were brutal and they um they really took it to the eels and eels didn't really have any. It was interesting to see that the eels didn't have a lot of attack or creativity without Moses in the team. So obviously it would be a worry for them. Yeah, look, it was. Uh, I, I got to say, I think this was one of the better games this year because it was very physical. Both teams really went after each other, which was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I think um it that that meant that that's probably why there wasn't as much um, six again calls. They just they just let the defence do the talking. Uh, the score was tight. Um, Parramatta had a lot of ball early, but Canberra held them out in that first half. Got that 12-point lead, and then um, Ferguson come up with some ridiculous play to get Parramatta back into the game. And then I'm starting to think there's a bit of um, 
bit of legs to your theory that Henry Perinara has it in for Ricky because that was so blatantly offside, Parramatta's second try, and he just, just overlooked it. I don't know how yeah. he could have overlooked it. Uh, and then Rapana with the with the save after the bell, um, amazing tackle. Um, and I know people were trying to say, "Oh, was it a shoulder charge?" Well, for me, a shoulder charge, the shoulder actually has to connect. It was a hip. It was a hip bump, and a hip bump's fine. Nothing illegal about it. Brilliant play, saved the game. He was the best player on the field, and you actually called it last week. You were nearly going to do your beer bet with him, man of the match. Yeah, yeah. Just he um he's always primed for a good game. He's he loves the Raiders. He's, he's just such a great player with just effort and enthusiasm. So. He was, um, I think, putting him in that position. He would. He was always going to have a good game. Yeah, very impressive. Um, and look, you, you're in the eight now, I think, or just outside on pouring against the side. So Raiders back in the hunt now, and I think you got a fairly soft draw. So yeah, they're going to play uh, compared to some of the other teams. So they've got to play um, yeah. Melbourne. They've got to play Manly and the Roosters. They're the teams above them. Um, but and they've got the Dragons, which they can knock off from that top eight spot where they need so. to. And I think so. Yeah, they've beaten. Um, you know, even Manly, if they they sort of pull another one over Manly, um, that that's True. so. It just depends. But they've got def- it's in their hands. Their finals now. They've just got to keep winning, win the games. They yeah, definitely. that they definitely need to. And yeah, it's definitely an exciting end of the season, I guess. Uh, from an otherwise yep, depressing. Season to be a Raiders fan. Next round, uh, Roosters versus Knights. We don't have Phantom here to like gloat about how the Roosters did a good job uh, winning, but uh, Smokes, you want to take it? Oh yeah, look, I mean um, the Knights gave up, uh, gave them a bit of a fight for a while. I think they were up eight nil early, uh, but the Roosters eventually reined them in, and I think they sort of ran away with it last twenty minutes. I think they're not winning by about twenty points. So. Sort of what we've been saying, very similar sort of stuff. The Roosters are going to beat those lower-ranked teams. It's when they come up against those those top-tier teams. Because of the guys they've got out injured, that's where they're going to struggle a bit. But um, a solid performance by the Roosters. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go this week against the Eels. But I think the biggest thing to come out of the game was some injuries. They got a couple more injuries. Um, Verrills is injured again, I think. Or, oh, no, Sam Smith, I mean. And um, it's a few others, so it's just... Consistent injuries. Put the tricolour jersey on and you're just doomed to be injured this year. So, um, look, I, I, I would feel sorry for them, except for the fact that it's the Roosters. So I don't care that much. Nobody feels sorry for the Roosters. Not one single supporter <laughs> in this whole comp. It just shows you money still can't buy fitness. They haven't figured that out yet. Money can't buy can't, happiness, boys. They can't figure that part out. They can buy all the players, but they just break them. Cowboys versus Storm smokes. Yeah, look, um, surprising scoreline in the end. Um, 20 to 16, Melbourne were up 10 nil early. Seemed like it was just going to be one-way traffic, but Cows scored just before half-time. They actually got the lead at one point, thinking, oh, could there be a boiler over on? Uh, then the Storm got another couple of tries, looked like they were pulling away again. The Cowboys stayed in the fight, so solid effort by the Cows. Um, Melbourne have now won 15 games in a row, so they've equaled their club record, and... They're only four wins off the all-time record, which is the Roosters. Uh, they're only two wins away from what Penrith did last year, so they're having an incredible season. Um, they're just going to be so hard to knock off for the title this year. Yeah, it felt like they were just going through the motions a bit with the Cowboys game. This obviously got a lot closer than they wanted, but they'll they'll be great. They'll turn up another couple of gears um, for um, Panthers this week as well. Yeah, well, I wonder if they maybe had one eye on this week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking they might play it a bit soft because we were, like, with our margins, we were all, like, 20, yeah. 24 points, mm. 30 plus. 
And yep. uh, to only win by four, I mean, at least they won. But yes, I think they might have been like taking it easy this I think week. They were, they were the looking next, ahead. Next, I think they were looking ahead. Plus, I don't, I don't think Cameron Munster played either. He makes a big difference to their attack, so... All right, we'll, we'll quickly go through the next couple. Uh, Rabbitohs versus Warriors. Jeez. Oh, uh, As predicted, Rabbitohs, they're, they're, a, they're a great team. They played really well. They put 60 points on them, and Warriors are in a world of pain now. Two of us just checks gone home, so it's probably only going to get worse for them. Yeah. Yeah, look, I think um, it's finally hit them, the Warriors. I think they're going to really struggle for the rest of the year. They're, they've been away from home for basically two years, and I think it's starting to show... The Rabbitohs have just got so many points in them. It was like they were just toying with them at times. Sea Eagles versus West Tigers? Uh, not much to talk about. Again, Manly Manly beating. It was a pretty predictable round this round, and Tigers lived up to their expectations. Tommy, I think Turbo made about 7,000 metres, probably set up about 53 tries. Uh, yeah, look, it was pretty pretty predictable sort of result. Manly, way too many points for the Tigers. Yeah, all right, uh, moving along. Smokes, uh, Panthers versus Broncos. Yeah, look, this was actually a pretty good game of footy in the end. Um, the Broncos, you sort of wonder where this was the week before against the Tigers because if they put in this sort of performance, they beat the Tigers comfortably. Um, first half, no tries. It was 4 0, just a courtesy of a penalty goal and a, and a two point field goal right on half time for Penrith. Um, they, the Broncos did have to defend for 10 minutes, one man down as well. In fact, they nearly scored a try. They had a try awarded during that time, but it was rightfully overturned because there was a knock-on. Um, and then the Panthers sort of had this 10-minute period in the second half where they, they scored three tries, got it to 18-0, and you sort of think, ah, oh, is this going to just be a typical Broncos performance now? But they, they dug their heels in, and they really fought, and they got back into the game, uh, got to 18-12, and got pretty close to, to getting a match-leveling um, try at the death. But... Uh, just a just a, another example of how much of a difference Adam Reynolds is going to make to that team. These are the sort of games that he will win for them. Wasn't it's not often I go for Broncos, but I really want them to win to, them to win this week. Just against the Panthers. <laughs> that was pretty funny when you when you cheered their second try. You're like, oh, go, go! I was like, oh, hang on. Oh yeah, they were... hang on. What's happening here? You cheering for the Broncos? What is what is happening? The... All right, we've got our last two games, the Sunday games: uh, Dragons versus Titans. Uh, Smokes. Yeah, look, this was the, the game I think the Dragons were really targeting to win during this whole suspension period they've got with the, the COVID party, and it just didn't work for them. Um, they, they were close at half time, but, uh, you know, I, I think ultimately those suspensions are going to cost them a spot in the finals because they've struggled since then. Ben Hunt looks like he's starting to run out of, run out of juice. Like, he, was, he tried everything, but he looks like he's pretty gassed. Just because, just for I think emotionally trying to keep that team together, and uh, the Titans, good effort by them. Fafita was pretty strong, scored a really good try, set up one. Um, he was coming off the bench too, which was an interesting ploy by the coach. Um, but yeah, pretty strong performance, and to only concede ten points is quite a good effort by the Titans because they're usually a bit leaky in defence. Yep. Okay. And our last game, um, Principal Bulldogs versus Sharks. Your second favorite team. Oh, oh they're actually not my second favorite team anymore because Raiders need to take their position in the top eight. So I'm actually going for any team that's that's first <laughs> in the Sharks just for the the next little while. Um, all the Dragons, but you know Sharks are the the main threat. I think so. You know Bulldogs, they got the hammered in this game, but they actually made a bit of a comeback halfway through the game, which I thought was they. It's the same thing they do every week. If a lot of the teams, if they had the the talent 
to go with their enthusiasm, they would they'd be really unstoppable. It's just they don't they have a great attitude. They just they just don't have the people. They just to, don't have the players. It. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I've been saying all year. Like they never lose on effort. They lose purely based on talent. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Round nineteen, uh, the scores the Phantom tipped five out of eight, so usual garbage from him. Smoke's got six <laughs> out of eight. Yeah. I got are. seven out of eight. And like I mentioned, Principal, congratulations. Perfect round. It took 19 rounds, but we finally got somebody to get one. Thank you, thank you. And I've taken the lead, have I? Oh, equal lead now. No, no, we're equal. So, the year 2021, Fandom's on 81, Smokes is on 92, and Principal and myself both on 107. So, uh, yes, it's it's close. Not a bad effort. Not a bad effort, actually. 107 out of 149. I Not too don't, shabby. Don't quote me on 149. It could be somewhere in that range. Well, thereabouts. Um, all thereabouts. So anyway, yeah, thereabouts. You're doing all right. <laughs> doing, doing better than the other two, that's for sure. Guys, I just realised we skipped over Phantom's wrap-up. So, Smokes, you got that ready? All right, guys. So, Phantom has sent through his round wrap-up. So, here we go. <clears throat> Eels versus Raiders. Old cranky f- Ricky did another sneaky up yours to Parramatta. Can't believe they gave that old prick his own biography on Fox Sports. Boring as f***. Two hours of complaining and excuses. Roosters vs Knights. The courageous Roosters do it again. Embattled by injury, they have again proven to be the bravest human beings on this earth. Cowboys vs Storm. Boring as f*** versus sh** as f***. Let's put this game in the who gives a sh** category. Rabbits vs Warriors. Just another reminder to how smug old Wayne Bennett is. Seagulls vs Tigers. Not even the release of a doco can save the Tigers. Still better than the um, uh, than the ensemble of they put together for Ricky Stewart's one, though. <laughs> Panthers vs Broncos. Ivan Cleary is now happy to talk about how shit the sin bin rule is It now that it doesn't work in his favour. He also realised he is nothing without puberty blues Nathan. His son, Puberty Blues Nathan. Uh, Dragons vs. Titans. The Dragons cost me my multi. Can the Titans just decide if they're going to be good or not? Bulldogs vs. Sharks. Wow, what a shock. And that's the round wrap according to the Phantom. That was really good. Phantom, next time, just voice record yourself and uh, send it over to me. I'll, uh, I'll cut it through nicely. That's All it. Right. That's uh, it. <laughs> Personal message via medium of podcast. It's great. Um, we'll quickly move through some news headlines. Um, this one I thought was pretty funny, Smokes. I don't know why. But okay. The dog's secret 24-hour gould talks set to turn Sleeping Giant into contenders. Yeah, that's right. Well, they've um, they've signed Bill Gould as their new general manager of football. Uh, he was obviously working in a bit of a consultancy role with the Warriors, but because of the... Uh, restrictions have been able to go to New Zealand too frequently because of COVID. Um, it became too difficult, and the dogs have jumped at the opportunity. You could, you could say they were let off the leash, so to speak, and signed him up. And uh, it's a pretty smart move. I mean, Phil Gould. People can say what they want about him. He knows his footy. Um, this is where he started his coaching career as well. Won his first premiership at the Dogs as a coach. So, sort of gone full circle, and now he's there and. It's a pretty smart move. They've made a couple of pretty pretty smart player signings too. So uh, it's on the up for the dogs. Yeah, I think it's it just getting anyone of his sort of calibre in the game to help their club. They need all the help they can get. So 
I think he's going to do really well, especially they've got the All Blacks coach as well, another a past All Blacks coach or whatever his name is there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Managing yeah, their yeah, football. You so you've got these two, they obviously know sort of how to manage and sort of get players have going and whatever. So hopefully it, it, it translates because I'm, I'm, I'm bored by the fact that the Bulldogs are going to come last apart or thereabouts every year. It's sort of love to see some new teams you know, rise think- up a bit. I think they'll be. Um, I think they'll be a few rungs higher up next year because they've made some good signings. Phil, and look, Phil Gould's done a wonderful job with what he did at Penrith. I mean, look at where they're at now. They've gone from being in a similar position to what the Dogs are now, and they're now up there fighting for titles. So, yeah, and a lot of that came down to the work that he put in. So, it's a smart. It's a smart move by the Dogs. All right, Roosters and the Storm in multi-million-dollar tug of war for Brendan Smith. Fucking Roosters, seriously. The bottomless pit of cash, no salary cap. Apparently, they can just sign whoever they want to multi-million dollar deals. I'm surprised they haven't offered you, uh, you know, Phantom and myself multi-million dollar contracts yet. Oh. Because they just give money to anyone. I'd be good for one run, and I'd get injured like the rest of the team. I'd give them one good run. <laughs> well, that's it, exactly. I'll do one hit up, yeah, take exactly. a million dollars, and f*** off. I'll do a two of us a check and piss off home then. I get the I get the little um, stretcher ready, you know, the little medicab. That's it. I'll, get I'll it, do get my it run, ready. run. Get it ready, and I'll get carried off, get and I'll be ready. ready to go. But um, exactly, you know what? I th- I think exactly. It's, I mean, good. It's it's great for Brendan Smith that he's actually going to be. You know, he's getting some money. He's great. He's a good but, but I reckon he's awesome for the game. So. I don't want to see him. He's, he's a bit of a character. Yeah. I love his nickname, the cheese. Yeah, the, the cheese. cheese. You look at him; he just looks hectic he just cheese. Looks, hectic cheese. It just suits hectic cheese. It just. I love the the shot the other day when he's in the dressing room having a slice of pizza after the game. Yeah, yeah. And like the cheese is eating a cheese pizza. Um, but now look, he's a he's a quality player, and look, won't just be those two going after. There'll be other clubs going for it too. But um, I guess the the biggest struggle for the Storm in retaining him is the fact they've also got Harry Grant there. They're both going to demand pretty big money, so. It may very well be a case that they have to make a choice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, not surprised to see the Roosters uh, up in there in negotiations because they apparently just go after everyone who's off contract. So While we're on the Roosters, I, I, I thought it was really funny during the week that due to their injury crisis, they're trying to sign a few people this year. And who mm-hmm. would who came up on their list of targets? Josh Dugan. Oh, well, that, of course he did. Well, he, he said the Dugan report could be back. He, I want him to play there. Well, he, he, it it helps in a few things. One, he's perfectly suited to their grub culture. He fits right in, right? <laughs> Tick. He, he gets he gets injured all the time, and like the rest of the team. I was about to say he would really fit in with their injury yeah, culture at the exactly. moment. So that's good. Tick. Yep. yep. And yep. I forgot the third one. Oh, the Dugan the Dugan report. Well, we get the we, we get, get the, the Dugan, Dugan report. report the Dugan report will be back. That's it. Oh, it so, needs to happen. It needs to happen. How the mighty have fallen. So, the Roosters. They're just Uncle, they're Uncle at the dregs. Nick, get on the phone. They're at the dregs of the Nick, talent pool now. Oh, yeah. You know, a glamour Uncle club. Nick, get on the phone and just sign him, mate. Just give him give him a play, a play on trial give contract him, or something. Just, just get give him, him the case of cruisers. the Dugan report. Give him his case of cruisers. Get him there. Give him a roof. Exactly. Uh, you know. Exactly. Just hop- give him a ladder and a box of cruisers, and he'll, he'll, he'll be, be done. There. Anyway, we should move on. I mean, maybe a mask right. as well. We'll pray yeah. to the NRL gods that uh, yeah, Dugan finds <laughs> a new Make home. it happen. Don't worry. Come on, Uncle. Nick. All right. 
All right. Uh, Tiger star James Roberts hits with fine and ban over hotel COVID breach. I just, I can't believe these guys. Oh, but you know what? This, this one, I think, I, I'm a little bit sympathetic here to James Roberts. Because, you know, they're, they're all in, because he's in quarantine at the moment, so he has to stay in the hotel. He went out onto his f***ing hotel balcony for a couple of minutes to get some fresh air. And they and, and him the, for that? And the reason that they're not allowed to do that anymore is because all the families were passing food to each other between the balconies, so they, they put in a new rule oh, saying they Jesus. have to gaffer tape the, the balcony doors shut. Well, he went out to get a bit of fresh air. Oh, really? I, I think that's a bit much. I mean, and look, the NRL have been quite lenient on it. They've given him a... They said, look, you did break the rules. You've got a fine. You'll also get a one-match suspension once your two-week quarantine is over. The reason he hasn't been stood down for the season is because they've said, basically, he does have mental health issues. He's like, look, I just need to step out and get a few you know, a few minutes of fresh air. And, you know, I can't begrudge him that. Like, That's he's literally, like, enough. you see the shot there, he's literally just standing on his balcony. He's not smoking, he's not drinking. I thought he was sneaking in some dancer or something. This is, this You know what annoys me about this, right? It's the families that have just stuffed up everything. He should be able to go out on his balcony, right? You know, but you know what the difference is with him? He's not just sitting in there watching bloody Netflix the whole time. He'd have all this gym equipment. Yeah. So he's probably working out in there, yeah. like doing all, because he's got to be ready to play, right? Yeah. After this. He's, so if you're doing that, you're busting your ass, doing all that, getting ready, like all your training regime, and then you're still stuck in the same little area. You can't even get, like, you know, you'd, yeah, you'd be hot. Exactly. You just, as if you wouldn't want to get that fresh air. But yeah, I, I think they should go really hard and say, to the families, remove the gaffer tape thing. I hate that idea. I've come, I, I, I was all for it. Now I've just changed my mind. But if you get caught, you get kicked out of Queensland. Don't stuff up the rest of it. That's it. Just get booted. Just get your booted. family and the yeah. NRL player can stay there. It doesn't matter. They're probably already there anyway. But it's just, I, I felt sorry for James. All right. Uh, speaking of Queenslanders, uh, NRL shelves plans, uh, sorry, shelves Brisbane expansion plans for the 17th team due to cost of the latest COVID crisis. Yeah, yeah I, only, I only saw I this flash up today. And this is a pretty big one because obviously there's been so much talk about the, the 17th team and obviously being Queensland. All the talk about, you know, they're looking to get Wayne Bennett to get up there most likely to be the, the, the first head coach and all that sort of stuff. And it looks like there's a real good chance it's going to be postponed for at least 12 months, which is quite a hit to Queensland Rugby League, but understandable as well. If the game has to provide all this extra funding to, to keep the competition running this year, it makes sense. It is disappointing. And they haven't said it's for sure, but I guess that the big thing that where it's a blow is the fact that the reason they wanted the 17th team in for 2023 is because that's when the TV rights deal is up next, I think. Mm. And they're thinking, oh, if we have an extra team, that, yeah, that makes it a more attractive product. Um, whether that's going to hurt those negotiations? I don't know, but I it's a bit of a shame. I, I was thinking they probably, obviously COVID's costing them a lot of money, but I was wondering if they were starting to get a little bit nervous about getting enough players to fill another team, given the, the state of the Bulldogs, some of these other teams that are, are struggling. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's been coming up a lot more. They, they had these great ideas. We all thought, yeah. yeah, great, another team, perfect. And then we're looking and going, well, the Bulldogs have got, <clears throat> look what they're running out every week. How are we going to get another team? Yeah, true. Plus 30 players, well, basically. Yeah. And it's been people being a bit worried. Like, it's probably a thing where we can, they're just like, well, that we can put it off. We've got a chance to now as well. They, yeah. I think that's a worry. There's a bit of that. I mean, the thing with the player talent, too, is I think, like, it's a little bit um, 
miscued in terms of what what it actually is because you think of what the Storm's top 30 squad is compared to the Bulldogs. They're both probably spending about the same amount of money on it, on their squads, but the Storm have far superior squad. Like they, they, their, their players 20 through to 30 would probably be in the, the Bulldogs' top 20 players. Um, so a lot of it also comes down to how good a club manages that, I think. It's not just about whether there's enough players. It's also it comes down to... Some clubs are just better at stockpiling these players than other clubs are. Like, like I think I saw an example of a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember the player's name, but he was he was offered a minimum wage contract by the Bulldogs. But then Melbourne came in and said, "Well, we'll offer you the same deal, but you can come and play at a team that's coming first yeah. instead of a team that's coming last." Nick, so, Nick Meany, I so think they that was. They can attract these guys for the same money. Yeah, Nick yeah, Meany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like well. It's like, well, of course he's going to go to Melbourne. So, well, I'm going to get paid the same, but at least I'm going to be playing in a winning football team. But then I guess that so, does, that does, even though it's miscued, Melbourne is still going to stockpile players. Roosters are still going to stockpile players. Bron- yeah. Broncos traditionally would, but they, you know, they're struggling now. But like, you know, you've got those top well, teams. Yeah. They're still going to do that. Yeah. This Queensland team, you know, starting up would probably be able to get some new players. But then you've got still teams like yeah. the Bulldogs or someone else that can't get they still can't get those yeah. players or whoever's down the bottom. So I still think yeah. it's an interesting one. Like, you won't know until it actually happens. But, like, I feel yeah, like exactly. you see some of the teams running around, you're like, oh, it's pretty, pretty average. Yeah. Like, those, yeah, there's some teams that are weak. The Tigers? And, look at the Tigers yeah. team. Like, how many of those would you yeah, have? Look, like? in, in, fa- in fact, they're, they're my early tip for the wooden spoon next year, the Tigers. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to really struggle. On to our last news article. Bellamy was contemplating retiring. Here's why he signed a five-year storm extension. Oh, and I think Craig. it's interesting that he could like go part-time at any time. I think after this yeah, first year well, or something, right? And that that was the appeal for him in the end. He's he's guaranteed to coach for the full season next year, but then after that, at any point, at, once it gets to the end of a year, he can then decide. Oh, I'm just going to pull back into a part-time consulting role or whatever. So essentially, essentially, he can just. Keep doing it as long as he wants. He can do it. He's he, young he, he guy. might full time coach him for the full for the full five. He's years only like sixty one, I think. I was you see, well, he's, he's, he's young out. when you compare him to Uncle Wayne. Wayne yeah. Bennett. Um, that's it. He's, he, what's, what's Wayne? Seventy something, um, or seventy one oh, or no, something. So he's ten years Wayne Junior. But look, he's he's a quality coach. He, he is, and um, look, he, he'll. You know he'll he'll continue to offer them something, whether it's just for one more year as a full time coach or three or five or whatever he does, he'll still offer something. Um, I like it I as much as as much as yeah. Yeah, I like to see him in the coach's box, blowing up and going berserk at things. You know, it's does, entertaining. Doesn't he look like a Doesn't he look like a right knob? Yeah, <laughs> I just, he carries yeah on. but you know what? I just love it. it. You know, it could be like Trent Robertson, just looks like he's got a cardboard cutout there, just like not making any expressions. <laughs> well, you could have Ricky and you got Craig Bellamy. Just getting up, and then even Kevin Walters, he's sort of going to be in their mould eventually. He's going to be jumping up, <laughs> kicking the shit out of chairs, all that stuff eventually. So, well, when, when, when we go on a massive winning streak of two, yeah, he does, then, uh, he, over the next couple of weeks, he'll be loving it. He'll be cheering. Kevin Walters does all these theatrics in the dressing rooms for the game. Some of those rev ups he gives people like. The team that's that he's it, done. It. He does it when he does it when he thinks no one's watching. It's like Kevy, there's cameras everywhere. <laughs> Big Brother's always watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, onto our beer bets. Um, basically, last week, what happened? Phantom lost two 
no surprise there. Principal gained five. Congratulations. Perfect round and five beers. Uh, and Smokes gained, uh, sorry, lost three. So, so basically all that happened is that we just handed Phantom, uh, handed Principal all of our f***ing beers. So. What yeah. a week it was. You guys are almost just, on a case each. It's great. Does that you know, explain really why you were so pissed you. on Saturday? Or, or sorry. Yes, it was, um, it was an interesting recovery yes. session, let's say, on Sunday. <laughs> on to this round of beer bets. Smokes, you got a beer bet for me? I'm going to say uh, Uncle Nick will, will uh, somehow bribe the Eels into losing this game. So I'm going to tip the Roosters to knock off the Eels. I'll take that one. Roosters are going to get smashed this week. I, I'll put my beer bet that the Roosters <laughs> no, get smashed. No, Mitch, no Mitchell Moses, no points. I think Parramatta are starting to slide. No, they'll figure it. They'll figure it out. Roosters to win. I'll take right. that one. So I've got Smokes, Roosters to win. Principal's taking it. I'm sure Phantom will too, but he needs to join the bloody podcast. Uh, <laughs> Principal, <laughs> your beer bet. I'm going to go Eels by 13+. plus. Well, I guess I have to take it, don't I? <laughs> if I said that the Roosters are going to win. And then Phantom's beer bet this week is Roosters by 44. Roosters <laughs> by 40. Now, I reckon his beer bet this week should actually be, how about Tom Travojevic to get injured? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He's got he a chance. Because he him so much. Yeah, just do that. Yeah. Tommy Turbo, Turbo injury. Turbo injury. And I'll take that. We'll both take that. Oh, I'm taking yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you it. You both I'll take it. it. You I'll both take, it, take it. We'll take it. What do we take? What do we count as an injury? Like he gets... One like week or more. Or no, just any... Off the, can't finish the game. Can't finish the game or worse. If he can't finish the game, yeah, yeah. Can't finish the game or worse. And, um, oh my God, we'll, we'll hear him crying from here if it happens because he loves Tommy. He's got a bit of a man crush on him. Um, so on to round 20. I know Phantom, he's actually sent me his tips before we started. Roosters versus Eels. Let's go with fan. Uh, sorry, Smokes first. Um, I guess I'll go the Roosters with very little confidence, just because I beer bet them. Uh, oh, I'm going the Eels with a lot of confidence. Eels. Eels with a lot of confidence. The beer bets and the tipping, you know, it's very different. Uh, and then myself, this is a very even Stevens game. I think I'll also go the Eels. I, I can't remember what I actually. Stick with me, boss, and you'll you'll go I'm, well. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. If I stay uh, sort of strategic here, uh, I might have a chance of maintaining... Ooh, bring first. his strategy into the tipping uh, comp. This is, I, I just bring right. blind I've faith. got Phantom's tips now. Roosters. Nah. All right. West Tigers versus Warriors. Smokes. This is actually a tough one. Um, I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> it is. I, think, breakdown. I, I, I know that's the tipping. I actually think it's an upset to tip the Tigers, and I'm going to go with them. Tigers. Yep. Okay. Principal. Yeah. Tigers. I think. But somehow remember how they won against Broncos. I'm also going that one. Well, you guys mm, said the yeah, Warriors were too. on their downhill. Yeah, slide, but Tigers so, suck. Uh, I'm very surprised. They're pretty average. Yeah, but the Tigers. Are, Tigers are already at the bottom of the hill. That's the thing. They're already at the. Well, he, here we go. Phantom picked Warriors, so yeah. we know who's going to so win. So we're pretty. I'm feeling more confident about the Tigers now. <laughs> I just want. Can I just do the opposite to, to the Phantom, please? I'll just have one of those. <laughs> uh, you you can. No, I mean, I'm just joking. Just I don't really want to do that. He gets a few right every week. Broncos versus Cowboys. Principal. I'm going to go Broncos, and hopefully they can do a bit of a repeat of effort they did on uh, the weekend on Saturday night. I'm also going Broncos. Smokes, what do you... I guess Broncos. Yeah, I'm on the Broncos. I'll be there on uh, Friday night too, so it should be a good night. Hopefully the Broncos nice can jag a win. Queensland Derby's always fan- good fun. 
Phantom also picked Broncos, so he's hoping he gets that God, one. God, right. now I don't feel very confident. <laughs> you can see what's, what he's picked there. All right. Uh, Saturday's games. Uh, Rabbitohs versus Dragons. Principal. Uh, easy. Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs all round, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Also Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs are on the up. Dragons are on the slide. Rabbits all over. I think it's going to be a very similar week for everyone here. All right. Knights versus Raiders. Smokes. Um, Raiders. Raiders, uh, I think um, they're on the up. I actually think they're going to um, sneak into the eight, so I'm on the Raiders. Principal, I'm assuming... It's Raiders. a must-win game for the Raiders. They have to win these couple of games coming up, so they'll be desperate. All right, here's a good one. Storm versus Panthers. I'm going to try to make it so I actually watch this one because... Yeah. Well, this this should have been a good game. In the competition. But um, Panthers have lost so many um, players at the moment, so... I'm thinking. I'm, well, I'm um, tipping. Didn't, didn't Storm, I say but... that Cleary is? Um, didn't I say that Cleary is? Um, they're trying to get him in for this game. Oh really? I didn't. I haven't. Haven't seen it. But yeah, and uh, I don't know if Munson's back. Oh, Jesus! I've got to go with Melbourne. It's just they're they're they're, they're, they're pretty hot at the moment. I don't think Melbourne is going to lose this game. Storm. Yep. Okay. So we're all going for Storm. Uh, Bulldogs versus Titans. This will be a <laughs> shocker of a game, I reckon. Yeah, well... Uh, sorry, Smokes, who are you picking? Yeah, I'll go the Titans. Not with a lot of confidence, though, but I'll go the Titans. All right, Phantom's going Titans. Smokes is going Titans. Yeah, Principal. Titans, I think. Should, surely they'll win. And myself, Titans as well. Wow, Phantom right, went against Sharks, the Dogs. Sharks versus Manly. Ah, uh, uh, Manly. I can't, you know... I have to. I'm. I'm hoping sharks lose for the rest of the season, so Raiders can sneak in. So, manly. And smokes. Yeah, I'm on the seals. So I think this might be a little bit closer than people think, though, because the sharks are in pretty good form at the moment. Well, not according to a tipping guy, but okay. Principal, you and I are exactly the same here, so that's cool. <laughs> Just maintain um, and actually, you know what? I think mo- like for the most part, we all tip the same, except for the first game. Uh, Phantom and Smokes picked Roosters, and Principal and I picked Eels. So Phantom hit the Knights as well, of course, because yeah, 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 just saw that one. He can oh, just not bring too. himself right. to tip the Raiders. Well, it's like you know, <laughs> I don't even know why. He, you know, why does he hate the Raiders? You know, I should hate the Roosters because of the grand it's just final. Of you, mate. It just doesn't make sense. He just needs you know all the teams yeah. you could hate. You got old Ricky. You got all the good players. You know, we got the Raiders are the people's team. <laughs> They're the people's team. They're not someone you hate. You hate Manly. You hate the Roosters. You hate the Sharks and maybe the Broncos. But you don't hate the Raiders. All right. Well, on that pearl of wisdom, uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, you can get this uh, on you know Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all those fun places. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers, boys. Let's do it again next week. See you later. Go the Raiders. <laughs>